0: Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much, each and every one of you friends of our ministry, for tuning in today. I greatly appreciate it. As the announcer said, I'm Evangelist Micah McCurry, and I want to thank you personally for being a part of our radio broadcast today. I think back, and I remember what God has done for me in giving me salvation. And I hope today that you know Christ as your Savior as well. If you don't have the assurance of heaven, then friend, I'd like to invite you today to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now, here at Bible Tracks Incorporated and on this radio broadcast, Bible Tract Echoes, we want to wish you a little bit early, maybe, but a Merry Christmas. I know that we are going to blink, and in just a moment, Christmas will be upon us, and sadly, it will be Past us. You know how that goes. It's just absolutely here and gone the next minute. And one of the reasons I'm mentioning that now is because I know that this, for many people, is one of the most difficult times of the year. Through this year, specifically 2021, there have been multiple people, people that I would consider myself close to people that my wife would consider as family as well, people that have stepped over into eternity. Now, I'm so thankful that each of those people, to my understanding, had a clear testimony of salvation. They knew where they were going when they drew their last breath, but this Christmas, for many families, and for some that I'm talking to right now, will be difficult. This holiday season and everything that goes with it, and I know we're past Thanksgiving, but for some of you, maybe it really hasn't set in yet. Can I counsel you very slightly? I do not in any way have a corner on the market. I'm not even going to say I know how you feel, because I don't. Each and every one of us process these things differently, but can I say this Christmas, would you Lean on. Would you rely on God? Would you let him be your foundation? Would you let him be the great physician in your life? Not just physically, but emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Let him do a work in your life that only he can do. He'll give you, if you allow him, a peace that passeth all understanding. I greatly appreciate the fact that you're with us today. I want to talk about a gathering that we had recently. We had an open house at Bible Tracks Incorporated, and we had such a great time. Pastor Joey Watt, the chairman of our board, talked to people. The very first stop on the tour, if you don't count the hot chocolate, and the hot apple cider, and the hot coffee that we offered people. As soon as they walked through the door, if you don't count that, then the very first stop on the docket was with Pastor Joey Watt in our Paul Levine Memorial Room. There were a few things that I asked him to talk about, and I I got to listen in a few times. He did such a phenomenal job talking about the ministry of BTI and the history. I asked him to talk about legacy, about heritage, about our foundations, but I also asked him to give his point of view on how great of a job my predecessor did. Many of you would know that name, Pastor Mark Smith. He say he's been gone for almost two years now. Why, Why are you bringing him up again? Because I don't want to forget those that invested in me, those that invested in this ministry, those that have allowed me to be successful. It would be ungrateful, it would be unimaginable to absolutely kick aside those that have come before, especially when you consider all that those people, Dr. Paul Levine, Pastor Joey Watt himself, Pastor Mark Smith, all that those people have done, not for themselves, not for self-aggrandizement, not for their own personal fame, but for the cause of Christ. And so I asked Pastor Joey Watt to talk about Mark Smith and to give his point of view on how great of a job Mark Smith did taking what could be considered, now this may be a strong word, but taking a ministry that was in some ways floundering and then 15 years later following the will of God back into the pastorate and leaving BTI in such a position of strength. This ministry wasn't on fire in a bad way, meaning that things were falling apart at the seams and he was just trying to, you know, pull the push the eject button and get out of here as quickly as possible. No, he took this ministry from a very difficult place and through his investment, through his time, he absolutely rejuvenated it. He reinvigorated, he refreshed it in his own special way, and God did a great work. And so I'm glad that Pastor Watt was able to talk about that. And then I asked him to talk about a a, a need that Pastor Mark Smith actually conveyed to me, something that he told me in so many words. And if you'd like proof of this, we can get you in touch with Brother Mark Smith. But he talked about, to me, Brother Mark Smith did, about the need for a new generation, quote-unquote new, but another generation to take the baton of Bible Tracts Incorporated. And the fact that a man like Mark Smith, a man with a bunch of energy still left in the tank, a man with so much to give, a man that preaches so powerfully and so well, and reaches especially men, he does such a great job investing in men, but that need that he conveyed to us, for another generation to come alongside and furthermore to take this ministry i asked brother watt to talk about the transition and how it actually happened and god's guiding hand through it all god's been so good now, after Pastor Jerry Watt in the first stop on the tour, we got to Pastor Paul Peruki. Now, you may not know the name Paul Peruki. I think I mentioned him before. He wrote a phenomenal gospel tract that talks about his life story that we actually print. It's called Freedom in Forgiveness. Now, I love tract stories, and Brother Peruki, brought one with a vengeance, a great track story. He told me he was out at a steakhouse. Now that sounds like a good place to eat lunch today, don't you think? He was out at a steakhouse with a pastor friend of his, took him out to lunch, and it was very busy. It was a Friday night, you know, the servers are going crazy, pulling their hair out, trying to keep everybody happy, and all those things, and the din of all the tables, fellowshipping and talking all around, and all those things. And it's drowning out the music, all all of this, just the stuff, you know, that's going on in a restaurant on a Friday night. And so, Pastor Paul Perucchi, I've seen him personally do this many times. He pastors in Michigan. He passes out gospel tracts all the time. And he uses normally his gospel tract, freedom and forgiveness. And he asked the waiter, the waitress, he said, Would you mind reading this when you have a second? And she took it, she looked down at it, and she read the front cover. It said, or she said freedom in forgiveness, and her face almost fell just a little bit, and she said this, I need that. I need that. Can I tell you, that's the impact that gospel tracts can make. She said it verbally, loud enough for him to hear. Can I tell you, gospel tracts can make an impact question is, are you going to use them? And so I asked Brother Peruki to give a little bit of his background. He was a missionary in Romania, and he worked with gypsies and the Romanians for many years there, for about 14 years. And I asked him to talk about how he knows me and our ministry. But I wanted him to talk about why gospel tracts, the worldwide need, the local need, the personal need. I asked him to transition into a short gospel presentation. You say, why? Wouldn't people that visit an open house and Bible tracts Incorporated, wouldn't they already know Christ? they are people that probably use gospel tracts. Why would they? Well, understand this. We are in a new town, small town, Illinois. Odell, Illinois, to be precise. And we put a massive banner up on the side of our building that said, Open House. We invited the community. We actually sent one of our newsletters to every single door in Odell. You say, why would you do that? Why would you send a ministry newsletter? Because we want them to know what the new quote-unquote business is in town. We're not about the business of making money. We're about the business of people's souls. And so we sent one to every single person in town. And we had local people come and I don't want to take for granted the state of your eternal soul. And so I'll ask you, God forbid something were to happen to you today and you slipped off into eternity. Of course, it would be tragic. I don't wish for that to happen. I don't pray for that to happen. I don't plan for that to happen. But what if it happened? What if you woke up in the next instant in front of God? Where would you go? Would you spend eternity worshiping him, spending sweet fellowship with God Almighty, or would you be forever destined for separation? Would you be in hell? If you don't know Christ and his love, I would love to talk to you about that. Time does not permit me. I've kind of painted myself into a corner here to really get into salvation. But I will tell you very simply, number one, you must understand that you are a sinner. You must realize that you are, because of your sin, facing a penalty, a penalty that will result in hell. You say, that's a bad word, isn't it? Well, in your case, certainly it is, because if you are on your way there, it is certainly bad for you. No, friend, hell is a real place, a place of fire, a place of screaming, a place of pain. But worst off, it's a place of eternal separation from God. That's so why I ask you, please don't go there. Realize you're a sinner. Realize the penalty, but then understand that Jesus Christ paid that penalty. And lastly, you must accept him. At what point does a gift become yours when you accept it? While it's in the giver's hands, while it's outstretched towards you, until you receive it, it's not yours. Now, if you have more questions about that, this is far more important than me talking about an open house or about our ministry or about any of those things. If you have questions, I'd love for you to contact me. We have people that that do this all the time. I give them, I'm, I'm going to, in just a moment, give you a text number. I'm going to ask you to text me. We have people that do this all the time. I will personally respond to you. It's not going to be a chat bot. It's not going to be a computer, an AI thing. It'll be me. Here's that text number. Are you ready? If you have questions, text me. Three Just put in the message, I have questions, and text me at this number, 309-316-7240. Have a great day for His glory. God bless you. Thanks for listening.